welcome to the Shilit Showcase. I am your host with the Moses, the Shaman of Shilit, the hardest working woman in podcasting, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. And as you can see, if you're watching the video, which you can do on twitch.tv slash Shilit Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, or on youtube.com slash showcase. Um, I am alone. I have no lovely co-host with me. She's currently uh, in Dallas visiting family. So it's just me. I'm sorry you have to deal with just me talking. I really apologize. But we're going to have a good show. Uh, I had a whole thing ready for my uh, co-host who was going to join me, but things happen he couldn't show up so we'll get him on a later show sometime this year right yeah um hello to everybody in the chat now they're just <laughs> um yeah the hi jesus matt uh will pretty kyle now they're just talking about rhea ripley because i said i wasn't in a good mood and they're just trying to make me feel better, and I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You know, we all can't have good days. That's why we're here. Mental health, you know? Even on bad days and days you don't want to podcast, you podcast. Because it gives you a little bit of serotonin, and it makes you happy. And for some reason, people like listening and watching me talk about wrestling. So I do that. And that's what I do. And that's what we're going to do. Right now. News and rumors time, baby. There's not a whole lot. Not a whole lot has happened. I mean, Elimination Chamber was this past week. <laughs> what gets Katie in the mood? And now Jesus is singing Hannah Montana. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> so Elimination Chamber was this past week and on Saturday. So I do have some, a little bit of news about that. Uh, first and foremost, on Rampage on Friday, Keith Lee, uh, the Limitless One, came back. He made a return after Swerve broke a center block on his chest like two months ago, give or take. And so he saved Dustin Rhodes. Now, what I, <laughs> what I wanted was I just wanted Keith Lee and Swerve have a singles match, Revolution, put a stipulation on it, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, same will. Same. Used to be me a lot. Um, but I just saw something about, um, like, Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes will talk on Rampage this week, which I said out loud to myself, trying to not speak it into existence, and I think I did. I just, I just wanted the one-on-one. -on -one. I just wanted Swerve and Keith Lee. That's all I wanted, because that would be a great match. I specifically said, do not give me Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes versus Swerve and Baby Lesnar, Parker Bordeaux. Because uh, I don't want that. And nobody wants Wish Lance Archer because apparently he's missing or hurt or something. Who knows? But the real Lance Archer comes back on Friday in case anybody wanted to know. So I think I might have accidentally spoke this random tag team match into existence. So I apologize. That's on me, y'all. My bad. It happens. I didn't mean to. I didn't want it to happen. If it makes you feel any better. I don't want it either. So everyone, fingers crossed, that we just get Swerve and Keith Lee. A revolution. Now back to the Elimination Chamber. Back to the WWE. Of course, Asuka wins the Women's Chamber. She was definitely the correct pick in my mind, as well as a lot of other people's. It just made the most sense. Bianca needs a challenge for WrestleMania. And what better challenge to give her than the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka? And now that she's dark Asuka, it's fantastic. The, the Also, the chamber itself was really good. I loved it. I think Liv had a hell of a performance. Everyone put some respect on Liv Morgan's name. If you haven't yet, she has been busting her ass for the past year. So we love Liv Morgan. We stand Liv Morgan over here. Uh, and then we also got the uh, movie trailer parodies back. 
Now, last time WrestleMania was in Hollywood, they did the movie trailer things, you know, Triple H's Braveheart, everyone doing the You Talking to Me thing. There was so many. Um, all fantastic. But we saw Seth Rollins, of course, as the Joker, rightfully so. Uh, and Becky Lynch as the man, not Batman, the man. People were really upset about that because it's the IWC and they're mad about literally anything and everything. I wasn't 100% mad at it. I think you could have honestly just had Seth as the Joker and it would have been fine. Like he did the dancing down the steps thing and they did the cool thing with the music where it was basically the music from the movie but they changed it slightly so it was people, it was like the audience, I guess, singing his theme song. It was beautiful. And that's such a good casting too because he literally cackles like the fucking Joker anyways. It's perfect. It makes sense. 10 out of 10. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Vince, you can go ahead and check out the Eugene one for yourself. That... I don't know how they got away with a lot of the stuff they did back then. Especially that. Especially Eugene as a whole. That's that's a different story. Uh, but they did show uh, little snippets of other ones we will be seeing soon. Montez Ford and Bianca Belair as Jack and Rose from the Titanic. Excuse me. Uh, Miz and Maurice as Top Gun. We got... The Brawlin' Brutes, and Drew McIntyre as the 40-year-old virgin. The waxing scene. We got the Bloodline and Goodfellas with the, you think I'm funny? You think I'm a clown? That's gonna be uh, amazing. Uh, for some reason, Rhea Ripley is 11. Which, that's not a movie, so like, I don't know why <laughs> that one's included. And like, I love Rhea Ripley, everyone knows this. It's a common theme here. So I don't under- that's the only one I don't really understand, because it's supposed to be, like, movie trailers, but whatever. Uh, I think that might be it. I don't know if I'm missing one. If I'm missing one, please let me know. But I think I got them all. Then let's head on over to, uh, New Japan. There was Battle in the Valley. Also the same night of Elimination Chamber. It was at, like, the very end of Chamber, but- People were having issues with their stream, so it really didn't start until, like, after Chamber for a lot of people, which I understand. But in the co-main event, I guess, technically, uh, Mercedes Monet, new IWGP Women's World Champion. She beat Kyrie. A hell of a match from what I saw. I obviously didn't watch it because I don't pay for New Japan and I don't have the time. But all the clips and things I saw, hell of a match. I saw that they really put an exclamation mark on that new uh, finisher of Mercedes. Um, <laughs> which, good, because people were bitching and complaining that they you know, mess it up the first time. Mess it up, I'm putting it in quotes. Whatever, it's fine. Uh, Justin was there. Getcho Justin was at Battle in the Valley, so he got a front row seat. Well, a first-person perspective of <laughs> Battle in the Valley. So that was awesome, because he sent us pictures of everything, so that was really cool. <clears throat> I'm still going to call her Sasha or just Monet. Vince, you can you can do whatever you want, my guy. You can you can you can call her Sasha. You can call her Mercedes. You can call her Monet. Whatever it happens, I appreciate you too, Justin. Uh, so I believe her next challenger will be AZM. For any of you ask, um, I don't know anything <laughs> about this woman. I have seen one clip. She's fantastic but I New Japan's not my thing I, I don't know what to tell you guys it's not my cup of tea I also just don't have fucking time okay 
AZM will be in the March Madness tournament. Good to know. I will do more information. Or do more research and gather information. Uh, let's see. March 6th. WWE Monday Night Raw will be in Boston. And you know who's got to show up to Boston. It's my personal coat. The, ch the, the true champ in, in my heart and soul. Uh, John Cena, of course, is going to show up. Now, the real speculation begins. Will John Cena challenge Austin Theory for the United States Championship? Because that is what's been being shoved down our throats by all the dirt sheet writers and everything. Saying, Theory versus Cena and Mania, let's go. Which I wouldn't be mad at. Um, it's the same thing that, like, if, if The Rock were to come back, which, like, at, at this point, guys, we all just have to accept the fact Dwayne's probably not coming back for Mania. If he does, call me a fool. Whatever. It happens. Um, I don't want the title on the line, if, if that makes any sense, just because Cena isn't full-time anymore. Theory doesn't even deserve to breathe the same air as Cena. Facts. Um... <laughs> I I loved John Cena's US Open challenges. I mean, that's how we got to see Sami Zayn on the main roster for the first time, Kevin Owens, uh, Cesaro, Claudio. And I feel like there's more, but those are the three that are standing out to me right now. So, like, I love that, and I would be down with that again, but if Cena was full-time. Because it's a busy man. We talk about, like, the stars of Hollywood who are former WWE superstars. The Rock, Cena, Batista. We'll talk more about Batista later. Don't y'all worry. I promise. I promise you this. Uh, so we'll see what happens because that's about a month until Mania, give or take. I mean, right now we're less than 40 days away from WrestleMania. And again, I will get more into why I'm being so specific with how long it is until Mania very soon. I understand. Uh, the title shouldn't be on the line, which is why Tez should have gotten it in the chamber. I I promise you, I will get more into Montez Ford because, spoiler, he's my male pick of the week. So I will get more into Montez Ford and his show out in the chamber. I promise you will. I promise. But I agree. It, he should have won. Then, Ring of Honor. Y'all remember Ring of Honor? Uh... <laughs> Announced Super Card of Honor on March 31st, which is a Friday. I had to look it up because I kept seeing it and I was like, mm, I don't know if that's right. Yeah, uh, March, Friday, March 31st will be the Super Card of Honor pay-per-view. Now, if you go on Ring of Honor's website and look at their roster, they have two women, Athena, Ring of Honor Women's Champion, and Mercedes, Martinez. I almost said Monet. That's the wrong person. Um, so those are the only two women you have on your roster internally on your website. And it also just has basically all the male champions. And that's really it. So what you do with that, I don't know. You could have Mark Briscoe challenge Josh Woods because they got a feud going on. I'm okay. I, I like Mark Briscoe. I'm okay with him having a show with or a match at the show. That'd be fine. <clears throat> but that's just me. I don't know. Then NXT Roadblock is in two weeks. Personally, hear me out. Personally, I'll say it again for emphasis. Personally, I gotta raise my voice. I don't think there needs to be an NXT Roadblock before Stand and Deliver. Because again, less than 30 days. Or less than 40 days. Excuse me. Uh, Jesus loves Roadblock for some reason. Um, so that is where we will see uh, Roxanne Perez take on Mako Satomura. Who is Josh Woods? Um, Josh Woods is... Okay, so, like, two weeks ago on Rampage, Mark Briscoe fought him. 
He's in that group with the lawyer. What was the lawyer's name? Mark Sterling. He's tall. Um, I don't know. Mark Briscoe's beating the shit out of him last night during the Battle Royal because they both weren't in it. And I know it's a buffer, PLE, but like, I don't think it's needed. I think Roxanne and Mako should have been at Stand and Deliver. That's a Mania Weekend worthy match, my opinion. Because, like, now Grayson Waller is doing some funny business and wants to fight Shawn Michaels, which isn't going to happen. If it happens, I'll whatever. Uh, it's not a PLE. It's going to be on USA, former Ring of Honor champion. Uh, not important. Gotcha. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and I know it's not a PLE. I know it's just going to be on USA. I know it's just going to be a normal episode of <clears throat> NXT. I just, like I said, personally, I don't think it's needed. I, but whatever. I don't run creative for NXT. I don't work for WWE. This is me just... Stating my facts and my opinions, again, opinions on things. But in some good news, a special congratulations to Sonya Deville and her girlfriend, Tony. Uh, I'm sorry, now her fiance, Tony, because they officially are now engaged. Uh, I saw the pictures on Instagram. It looked beautiful. I'm so happy for them. Sonya has been through a lot. <laughs> This, like if especially if y'all watched Total Divas, y'all know this woman has been through a lot. Uh, but Tony and her seem very happy. Nothing but congratulations to the both of them. I'm super happy. Ah, good for them. Just, it, I saw that and I just got happy because that's what this is what we this is we want happiness for people. Okay. I didn't like her girlfriend on Total Divas. Yes. It was a different girl, let's specify. It was a different woman than Tony. I can't remember her ex-girlfriend's name, but I know it wasn't Tony. I do know that for a fact. I didn't really agree either. Um, AEW, now, uh, you know, Tony Khan and his big announcements, right? <clears throat> he announced, oh, I'm sorry, Adam Cole, baby. You see him right there? Boop, there he is. Um, <laughs> Adam Cole announced that AEW... All Access will be an hour-long show taking place after Dynamite in the next few weeks. I think they said March. Uh, starting in March. It'll be kind of like a behind-the-scenes kind of deal. Uh, Adam Cole has been confirmed. Britt Baker. The Bucks. Eddie Kingston. Sammy Guevara. And Ty Mello. Um, and then also Tony Khan, but like, nobody really wants to see it for him. Personally... I will watch it because I love reality TV, and I know that's basically what it's going to be. Plus, I love Adam Cole, clearly. I love Britt Baker, clearly. And I love Eddie Kingston. That's all the reason I really need to watch. And Adam Cole will be talking about his recovery process and, like, what it's been like going through all of that. So, and y'all know me, I've been very invested in that and been wanting the best for him, so of course I'm going to watch it. Adam Cole, baby. Baby. That's all I want. And he will be making his injury return that night, the dynamite beforehand. And it also means we got rid of Power Slap, guys. That shitty, awful show by Dana White that had no right being on cable TV, national TV, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, had no right being on there. So we got rid of that. Thank God. Because you know how many times I was like, oh, dynamite's over, Power Slap, immediately turned off my TV immediately turn it off. Because fuck that show. And my last bit of news and rumors. Uh, Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods, also known as Austin Creed. You guys might know, um, Austin, Austin Creed, Xavier Woods, has a YouTube series channel, Up, Up, Down, Down. And they play my GM mode on there. Uh, they started in like they started with SmackDown vs. Raw 2006, I believe. And then my GM mode made a return in 2K22. So they've been doing that, which I will be watching the newest episode later tonight. No shameless plug at all. I just love them, and it's very entertaining for me. 
they announced when they were doing the superstar ratings reveal for 2K23 that not only is Tyler Breeze a legend in the game, and y'all know me, I love Tyler Breeze, you can shit on his character, like, character work all you want. Prince Pretty was fantastic, so were the fashion files, and Tyler Breeze is a hell of a wrestler. Personally speaking. Again, personal opinions on this show. That's what I do. Uh, so, not only is he a legend, it's because he's not an active superstar, so people can stop complaining that he's called a legend. Y'all need to relax. Not only is he a legend in the game, but him and Xavier Woods will be selectable GMs in 2K23 for my GM mode. And that's amazing. Again, like, if you watch the My GM series, especially, like, this past year's, it's so, it's so entertaining. And, like, they really sit down, they have, like, their notebooks and everything, trying to plan everything out week by week and pay-per-view by pay-per-view. It's, like, 52 weeks from wherever they start to Mania. It's so fun to watch and it's so entertaining and they both have so much love for the game, like, the My GM mode specifically so the fact that they're selectable gms for it just warms my heart because i love them both and you bet your ass that i probably will pick tyler breeze i hell i might i might do my gm mode for both who knows uh his old tag partner is on an impact contract now oh yeah dirty dango is um in impact zone good for dango See, again, personally, I always liked Tyler Breeze over Fandango, but both were good. Again, it's the fashion files. The fashion police were so good. It was so much, it was so much entertainment. You know, the E in WWE, guys, stands for entertainment. You're allowed to be entertained by things that aren't wrestling. I promise. But now we're on today in women's wrestling history. Today, of course, as I record, is February 23rd, 2023. 2019, there was a pay-per-view, a, a show, we'll call it a show because I actually don't know, in the WWR promotion called Widowmaker. It was all women on the show. Some of the women including Willow Nightingale, Allie Cat, now known as Allie Catch, Veda Scott, Carissa Rivera, who is now known as Electra Lopez, Penelope Ford, Allison Kay, Chris Statlander, and Lisa Marie Laron, which y'all know her as Victoria or Tara. And don't worry, I will be talking more about Victoria later. Stay tuned. It will get there soon, I promise. Because I'm already on to my wrestlers of the week. I'll start with my tag team. There wasn't a whole lot of tag team wrestling this week. And if there was, it didn't pique my interest. So, I'm going to give it to a tag team that won their match at Elimination Chamber. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Grit couple. I'm talking about Edge and Beth. Edge can still go at his age and a retirement and his neck issues. Beth is a monster in the best way possible. The two of them together, uh, perfect. I love them as just a couple in general in in real life and everything and then in the ring they're fantastic together and you know I got my intergender spots which is y'all know me it's all I really wanted in the match <clears throat> so I got what I wanted out of it and I knew Rhea wasn't gonna eat a pin because she literally has a match at Mania for the Smackdown Women's Championship and y'all already know if Rhea don't win I'm raising all types of hell. I mean it. <laughs> we will cross that bridge when we get there. But y'all are- This is a warning. If Rhea Ripley does not win the SmackDown Women's title at WrestleMania, whichever night it is, I'm going to be pissed. Pissed, I say. Pissed. Emphasis. Yeah, but Edge and Beth are my tag team. 
my famale, my womans of the week, I gotta give it to Asuka. Killed it in the chamber, like I said. She's so good. It's kind of scary how good Asuka is. Like, it really is. Her striking ability, her quickness, her strength, her character work. Incredible. Her and Bianca is going to slap. Literally. It's gonna it's gonna be a fantastic match, and I can't wait. And she had the match with Nikki Cross on Monday. And then they're face to face with uh Bianca, and she didn't spit the mist at Bianca. She kind of was like I guess the best way to explain it is like kind of like threw it up. But kind of just like let it foam at the, the it's really hard. Y'all just really need to watch it. I'm not explaining it very well. But she was, like, laughing about it and, like, kind of freaked Bianca out. Because she's like, I don't fuck with that. Understandable. I don't really either. That shit's scary. She drooled the mist. Thank you, Jesus. That's a good way to put it. She drooled the mist. Whilst cackling. It was great. Like I said, I love Asuka. Great character work. Fantastic. One of the best NXT Women's Champions in history. Longest reign? Longest reigning? Longest reigning NXT Women's Champion. I'm gonna double down on that. Someone prove me wrong if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. <laughs> and then my mans, my male, my male of the week, I'm giving it to Montez Ford. The gear which Bianca made, shout out to Bianca, incredible. His performance, outstanding. He should've won the goddamn chamber. He should've. Imagine... If we got Montez Ford as U.S. Champion walking into WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? It'd be great. It'd be fantastic. It's rightfully deserved. Montez Ford is a star. He proved it. That was a star-making performance. Even though Triple H didn't mention him for some reason whenever he was doing the press conference thing after the fact. I was very, very disappointed. Very confused as to why you wouldn't mention Montez Ford. <sighs> Whatever. But made it to the final three... Before, oh, she has a long string. Thank you, Jesus. Um, made it to the final three before getting a stomp by Seth, and then everyone thought he was hurt, which I'm pretty sure was just a long-winded way to get Logan Paul into the chamber and screw over Seth, which. Guys, I got so sad when he showed up because I really thought he was banned in Canada. I was I was wrong, but but this isn't about Logan Paul. This is about Montez Ford. Will says Dawkins Ford at Mania for the title for their payoff of the breakup. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! We are not breaking up the street profits in this house. No, 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 no. We're already slim pickings on tag teams as it is. And I think, realistically, realistically, if you you have a star in both men, let's be let's face facts. Dawkins is a star in his own right. He doesn't have the high flying ability as Montez Ford. He still can fly though. Let's let's not put any poo poo on that. Like he can still fly, and he is also strong as all hell, and very underrated. Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins are both stars. That's a star team. If you push Montez Ford ever more slightly ever more slightly forward, you can still keep him as a team. There's no reason to break him up. Friends support friends. Now Dawkins could get a little jealous. We could play into that a little bit, rightfully so. He hasn't held a singles title in NXT nor WWE. Neither has Montez Ford. So I could sense a little jealousy there. That's fine. We can we can play on that. But I don't want them to break up. I love the Street Profits together. I mean, we got a little bit... Of, we got a little taste of heel profits at one point. The Solo Cups. The Entertainment. They got it. So I personally... Pers again, personally, I don't want them to break up. Um... Allison asked, why would anyone want to be in a tag team when there is no payout for the tag division? Uh, well, once they split those titles at Mania, like they should, hopefully we can, you know, get that payoff. 
in attack division that there is a little lack of. Because what I just want good things from Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins and the True Prophets. Give them now hear me out. Imagine fantasy booking real quick. We get KO and Sammy dethroning the legendary reign of the Usos, you know, the ones. Then think about the possibilities. We could do a the tournament thing, I guess, for whichever brand KO and Sammy decide not to go to for tag titles. They say, you know what? We don't need both sets of titles. We split them. You know what I'm saying? So then we could get KO and Sammy versus Street Profits for the Raw Tag Team titles. We could get the Street Profits going to SmackDown and winning the SmackDown tag titles. We could get that. We have possibilities with all of this. Will is a passenger princess. I expect I expect nothing less. Good for you, Will. Uh, but that's my spiel about that. I don't think they should be broken up. I think once you split the titles, the tag division can and should thrive. Please don't break up the Street Profits. Thank you. Alright, now to the question of the week. This is what I've been most excited about. Again, the person who I was going to have on would have had a fun time with this. So, oh well. I have been stressing this whole episode. There are less than 40 days until WrestleMania. Right? So tell me why. And I also tweeted, I also t tweeted this. Why have we not seen a single... WWE Hall of Fame inductee announcement. Riddle me this, Batman. I don't know. So, what I'm doing, I'm taking it upon myself. I did a little bit of research. I'm going to create my own class of 2023 for the Hall of Fame. And who I think should be in this year's class. So I did some research. I did some digging. Uh, a lot of this is personal bias because it's me and it's my opinion. So, but there is some standing behind it. I promise. So I did some research. Typically the past few classes have had three to five individual um, inductees. There's always one woman because, you know, WWE hates our women. And we can't, God forbid, we get more than one woman besides the Bellas that doesn't count they were counted as a group uh, so we get three to five individuals one of which being a woman a female there's a group which is usually a tag team or a faction like the click NWO DX uh, Steiner Brothers last year this goes on there's always a celebrity y'all know the celebrity wing it's full of terrible people uh and then the warrior award which let's call it the shay gaspard award let's be real here guys i personally think it should be called that as do other people but i'm going to give who i think should be could be possibly might be in the hall of fame 20 of 23 class first and foremost he was, he's technically already in the Hall of Fame, but, like, not in the Hall of Fame because he couldn't make it to the ceremony. I'm, of course, talking about Dave Batista. Come on, now. Dave's got to be in it. He, at this point, hear me out, bigger movie star than The Rock. Uh, this, in the years of 2022 and 2023, bigger movie star than The Rock. Guardians of the Galaxy. D d all three of them. Uh, Glass Onion, Knives Out, which, have y'all watched? Dave's hysterical in that. Knock at the Cabin, recent movie. The movie itself was subpar, but Dave's acting was incredible. He was the star of the movie. Let's, let's face facts. Also, multiple-time champion, was a part of Evolution, which is one of, again, one of the greatest factions in WWE all held gold at one point in time together. You know, had great feuds with Rey Mysterio and Triple H, Randy Orton, John Cena, 
the list goes on. Undertaker. So, Batista, 100%. I will put money on it at this point. Batista will be in the Hall of Fame this year. My woman pick. Now, if you guys watch Young Kings Wrestling, they agree. It has to be Victoria. <laughs> I'm also on this train, and I have been for a while. Victoria is a, I believe, four-time... Again, someone can double-check me. I'm going off of memory here. A four-time women's champion in WWE. A two-time champion in knockout. I know I know they're not gonna count um TNA stuff, but this is just I'm just, I'm just saying it. Um a part of the first steel cage match, the only woman's hair versus hair match, which she won. She won both of those. Just the dominant woman in the business. Also hell of a theme song. All the things she said, come on now. Come on. Victoria well, yes, China also needs to be in. Now, I, I, I just need China to be in alone, anyways. That's that's a whole different story. But she technically is in, but she's with DX. I know that doesn't count, but it does count. She needs to be a hundred percent in by herself. That's just a given. China was the strongest woman ever. It was crazy. Yes, Victoria did also own a wrestling-themed restaurant in Chicago. That is true. Um, oh yeah, so Victoria. That, uh, I just don't... I, like, and put her in the video games. Like, I'm getting sick and tired of this. Victoria was... The Widow's Peak was one of my favorite moves I've ever seen done. Again, this is a personal bias. I fucking love Victoria. And uh, me, Young Kings, and other people are not the only ones petitioning for it. Trish Stratus even said Victoria needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Trish fucking Stratus said it, guys. Can we... Like, come on. It's frustrating. Um, and I only did three individuals. But it's... Because it was really hard to think. I don't have a very good knowledge of wrestling. I'm 26. I know a little bit here and there about quote-unquote older wrestling. So I don't have a ton of knowledge. But I think it would be really awesome if we got Umaga in the Hall of Fame this year. Look at... I mean, Intercontinental Champion, one of the most dominant forces in WWE at the time. I have seen him wrestle live. It was crazy. Bam Bam Bigelow is also a really good choice. Again, this was really hard for me to just, like, decide. I, I, there's a lot. Let's, let's say this. There are a ton of people who deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Right? Right. Exactly. Good job, guys. So there are a ton of people who deserve it. And there's a shit ton of people who are in the Hall of Fame who really don't deserve it. Let's think about that. Donald Trump is in the fucking Hall of Fame, guys. Donald Trump. Are we kidding? The Gordon Spear are the same thing. We're not talking about this. Lex Luger is another name I keep seeing actually pop up. Because, I, again, I did a little bit of research. Uh, Lex Luger is not in. I don't think. And if he is, then all the articles I read today are very, very old. Um, now people are just telling me what they think should be, what they think and who should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Lex Luger is another name I did see a lot. I think Lex Luger should also be in the Hall of Fame. Let's add him to the list as well. I'll add him. But yeah, Umaga, and especially with everything Solo Sokoa, I almost said Cicada, Jesus. Solo Sokoa is doing, he's basically, he's just embodying Umaga in current time. Because I guarantee there are quite a bit of fans now who don't know who Umaga, who Umaga was and who, what was his name? Armando Alejandro Estrada. 
I believe. They don't know that. They don't understand that history. And that's fun for us who do. And so the fact that Umaga isn't, I I really think he should be. And I think it'd be really cool if you had part of the bloodline, or even just Solo himself, but Solo doesn't really talk, if you just had, you know, one of them induct him. Um, I generally think woman needs to be in the Hall of Fame, but she never will be able to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also, I, I have seen a lot of that. I also agree. Uh, but my group, again, guys, I really tried. <laughs> One name of a group, a tag team, that showed up a lot when I was Googling. Because, again, there, you know how many groups and tag teams have been in WWE? A lot. So your girl tried her best. Um, a name that I kept seeing was Midnight Express, who, it was a group of Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I've heard the name, don't know much about him. I'm gonna be 100% here, uh, no idea. I really tried. <laughs> I, I found a group. <laughs> I, sure, we'll say Midnight Express, because I don't know. I couldn't think of, like, anybody else. I think Evolution, at one point, should go in. Maybe not this year, because Dave's going in separately. But maybe in, like, 2025, we get Evolution, depending on if, depending on when Randy's done wrestling. I think that's when Evolution should go in. Just saying. Um... <clears throat> Dax Harwood tweeted about them going in a bit ago. Oh, see? Dax Harwood gets it? Sure. I'm glad somebody understands, because, again, I took a shot in the dark here. I, uh, I did my best, guys. I really did. If Midnight goes in, I hope Cornette gets to induct them. I mean, that's possible. He was their manager? I believe so. That's I think I kept seeing that. Ahem. <clears throat> Now on to the celebrity wing. I have two choices. One, recently recency bias, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny has busted his ass in WWE, has won at WrestleMania, performed at the Royal Rumble, I think, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that alone... Well, no, and, like, Bad Bunny is one of those people who he literally spent time down in Florida preparing for his match at Mania with Damien Priest. I already checked Twitter. If you're talking to me, I already checked it. Um, so I think, yeah, recency, recency bias, Bad Bunny. But again, I was doing some research, trying to figure out what celebrities could we put in. Now, I went back a little ways... A little bit of ways here. And I'm pretty sure she's not in. And now again, if this was my dream class, we couldn't have two women because WWE wouldn't allow it apparently for some reason. Um, <laughs> but I think Cindy Lauper should be in. She was huge around the... And now I don't really like Fabulous Mueller or Mae Young for a lot of reasons. But she was there a lot at that time. She was very much in the business in that era. Got in the face of, like, Roddy Piper. <clears throat> I believe Captain Lou Alba Albano... Why can't I... Why did I struggle on that? Uh, played her dad in the Girls Just Wanna Have Fun music video. Um, You're supposed to stay off the show? No. I am not going to stay off. My phone is right here, and I'm still doing... I talked through it. I was fine. I got this. <clears throat> Plus, I'm almost done. So, it's okay. Uh, yeah. So, I think Cindy Lauper could be a cool induction into the celebrity wing. Now, finally, the Warrior Award... Uh, wa mm -hmm. Warrior Award. It's very hard for me to say for some reason. Still think it should be the Shad Gaspar Award. Now, they're there. 
Now, I think it should be <clears throat> Victor Taylor Perry, who, if you guys don't know, is the person who started the wrestling club. You've probably... They've been on the... Not commercial. I guess it's the commercial. I don't know. The ads and stuff for WWE the past few weeks. Um, it was on NXT and WWE. Or, fuck WWE. Raw. And... No, not the chamber. But the wrestling club, he takes them to shows. He teach. He shows them matches that he thinks they would like. And they like, learn about these wrestlers. And they do projects on them. Like, right now, since it's Black History Month, they're doing... Um, reports on different black wrestlers. I think the latest one was Mark Henry, I believe. Maybe that might have been the latest one. But, like, some of the WWE wrestlers have gone to visit them. Big E, Cedric, Shelton, or were, like, the three, like, three of the most recent ones. Sasha and Naomi were there. Like, to see the smiles on these kids' faces alone... That is the reason this man should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay? He is doing something that a lot of us probably... Like, uh, growing up... Everyone think about it. Growing up, when you said to your friends... You watched wrestling... They probably... If they also didn't watch it... They probably laughed at you... Told you, why do you watch that? It's fake. Made you feel bad for watching it possibly bullied you for watching it this man victor taylor Perry, is a genuine human being he is taking something that we all love wrestling and showcasing it and letting these kids embrace wrestling and that is the coolest thing if i had a wrestling club like that when i was growing up I would have lost my mind in the best way possible. That it's such a unique and cool thing that other people have other teachers have been starting wrestling clubs at their own schools because of that. Because of everything he's doing. It's again, it's just wonderful to see like I like I have no other words. Like it is one of the purest things I've seen in a really long time and again the smiles on those kids faces like when they get mentioned on the bump or these wrestlers come and see them it's I feel happier about the next generation coming up I mean that's like the next next generation they're very young kids like the next next generation coming up who are going to be so passionate about wrestling like people who have podcasts about wrestling we're passionate about wrestling. These kids get to start their passion so young that by the time they're my age, 26, they could be having multiple podcasts and doing multiple things. And some of them could be even in the business. I just, I, again, I truly just love and aspire to be as good of a human being as Victor Taylor Perry is in the wrestling club. So I think that man 100% deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And I'm not the only person who says that. Check Twitter. They agree. <laughs> so, for my Katie Kinsey Bay Bay's personal class of 2023 for the WWE Hall of Fame consists of Batista, Victoria, Umaga, Lex Luger, I did add him, Midnight Express, Bad Bunny and or Cindy Lauper and Victor Taylor Perry, creative of the wrestling club. So you all tell me who you think should be in the WWE class of 2023 Hall of Fame. Do it in the comments. Tweet at me. Do whatever. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me, watching, listening. You know I appreciate it. You had to hear me talk for about 50 minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But if you made it to the end, again, thank you so much. You can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasslin13. Link to your about to get all things She Leads Showcase. With that, Jesus. 
twitch.tv slash showcase typically thursday 6 p.m eastern you can find me live usually with savannah if not other guests youtube.com slash showcase watch the videos they're way more entertaining anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast if you want to listen like on your drive like allison will have been she the showcase is the brand is the weekly show you're currently watching and listening to hi hello Inside the Mind of is an interview series I do where I interview people in the wrestling community. The latest one is with Allison, the boss bitch of botched spots and chair shots. I literally have to slow myself down saying it out loud so I don't mess it up. <laughs> yes, Matt, you did. Um, and there is a bunch of other stuff up on the channel. Savannah's two shows like The Fuse, New Japan Takeover. Um, there will be a new story time with Katie Kinsey Bebe dropping soon. I might film it in the next few days. Um, I'll just give, I'll just tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be all when I went to SummerSlam for the first time. So a little, little fun story time that'll be coming out of that. And then, yeah, that's, oh, Heel Tactics, uh, Justin, you guys know him if you don't. You heard his work at the beginning of this episode, and you will hear it again at the end of this episode. He's created all the music for Sheely Showcase, every show I mentioned, and ones I didn't, as well as Smackin' It Raw, Young Kings, Getcho, Straight Talk. The man is a genius. I, nothing but praise for him. I thank him so much for even doing that for me and creating these different themes, yet somehow all are cohesive. It's insane. He's a genius, I'm telling you. So go follow him. If you need a theme done, you know where to go. You hit that man up. He will create. He you give him a little bit, he will give you everything. You can have the worst description in the world. He will give you a masterpiece. I'm telling you now. So again, thank you guys so much for watching, listening. I think that's everything. I'll see you guys next week. Savannah should be back. I'm assuming. Uh, but if not, you'll definitely see me. So until again, until then, I, of course, I would mess that up. Bye-bye.